the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, a magnificent door of opportunity has been opened to all of us that have a close, intimate, personal relationship with the God who saved us. Although that opportunity is open and made available to all of us, now many of us have walked through to enjoy the kind of close, intimate relationship that God wants to have with us. One of the reasons why is because many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. There are things that the Word of God says that we can do that will increase the intimacy between God and me and you. Pathways that each and every one of us can and should follow that will get us to the place where we have the kind of close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on, y'all, and let's learn a little bit more today about some of those pathways to a closer, more intimate relationship with God. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to John chapter 5, please. St. John chapter 5. Come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's saying to you. St. John chapter 5. See, as an intimate son, Jesus desired to do his father's will. That's what he desired to do. And remember, God called us to be imitators of him. So we ought to do the same and have the same deal. John chapter 5. We'll start reading at verse 30. It reads, I can of mine own self do nothing as I hear I judge. And my judgment is just. Why is that? Because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the father which hath sent me. He said, I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Now, Jesus was a personification of the, of the second part of the Godhead. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. They want a name, aim, purpose, thought, and direction. But if I could phrase it this way, he's just as much God as the Father is. Just like he's just as much God as the Holy Ghost is. He just took upon flesh, that's all. But he's still God because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He just took upon flesh and dwelt amongst us. But he's still God. He's still God. And he can do what he want to do. But his heart is to do what his father wanted him to do. Even though he could have chose to do anything he wanted to do, he chose to do what his father wanted him to do. See, as intimate sons of God like Jesus, we too should desire to do the will of our father too. We too should desire to do the will of our father too. Now, there was a day when children did what they did and went into their professions because their fathers and their family before them did it. 
There was a day, a long, long time ago, praise God, that, that, a, that a reason why the, 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 the next generation went into what they went into was because of they was raised in that. And that's what they were there to do. See, this, this premise dates all the way back to God. Whereas each generation does the same thing that they're supposed to do. And they keep carrying on the same thing too. It's just in this modern generation. We came into this me generation. It happened around the 60s. Some of y'all are too young to know nothing about that. Came around the 60s, praise God. Whereas this me generation kicked in, praise God. It was warmed up in the 50s, praise God, you know. You know, with all this, you know, all this rock and roll and stuff that was going on and all this stuff that was going on. But that's, that's when it got warmed up where people started entertaining the idea of doing something other than, than what they should do. But in the 60s, it like went buck wild, praise God. Was everybody, everybody started learning to do what you want to do. It, you know, and by the time it hit the 70s, my God, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to, praise God. <laughs> Some folk old enough know what I'm talking about, praise God. Where Satan systematically taught us to do the opposite. Systematically taught us to not be there to aid and assist the previous generation in accomplishing what it is that God put them on this earth to do. So now in most cases, can I tell you about most? In most cases, most generations that follow the previous generation are doing something that does not connect at all with the previous generation. Which means that every generation, people start fresh and anew. And there's no previous generation to aid, assist, and guide and empower you to move forward into what God has in store for you. We've been trained, systematically trained, to do something other than what it is we were supposed to do so that we would never be like Jesus and do what the Father do. The world system taught us otherwise. But this year, God has drawn us near to him so that he can undo what the devil in his world system did to cause his, his, God's children to not desire to do the will of God for our lives. See, if we would have continued that mindset, do what the generation before us do or have something to do with what the generation before us do, then we would know I do what I do because of my father. I'm going in the direction I go because of my father. And that if it didn't match the will of the father or if it, it didn't even need to be the exact same thing that the father do, but the father would approve it. Amen. Whereas we would then go to the father to be able to approve what it is we do, approve the relationships we have, approve the friends that we have, approve everything. Praise God. But Satan systematically defeated that by making sure the daddies ain't in the household in the first place. Daddies don't know the will of God in the first place. Daddies don't know nothing about God in the first place, and they just go and do what you want to do. Just go and do whatever. Just go and do what you want to do. No, you don't go do what you want to do. You're supposed to be being trained to do the will of God. See, God's drawing us closer to him so he can undo all these lies that's been put on the inside of me and you that we can just do anything we want to do. Turn to Romans chapter 12, please. That's one of the reasons why God wants you to draw near to him. He said, I want to get real close to you so I can undo some of this nonsense on the inside of you. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, speaking to the brethren, the ones that are born again. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, because of all that God did for you, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable. The word reasonable translates intelligent. Show intelligent service. This is smart. That you present your body to God, that you go to God and present yourself to God. And be not conformed to this world. Don't be pressed into a mold that this world presses you into. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
Let your mind get renewed. Take out the old and put in the new. Why? That ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now that word prove right there in the literal Greek translates approve. It actually means to approve. That God doesn't want you to prove the accept good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He needs you to approve the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Because most of us do not approve the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for our lives because we've been conformed into the, by this world. We've been conformed into this world. The word conformed means to be pressed into a mold. We've been pressed into a mold. That when you came out of school, everybody, that the world pressed you into a mold. Go to college. It pressed you into a mold. Go to college. For what? I don't know. I'm just supposed to go to college. Well, what, 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 what do you like? Well, I don't, well, what, baby, what do you want to do? I don't know. Well, then go to the counselor. Counselor bring you in. What do you want to do? I don't know. Well, what kind of stuff do you like to do? Well, I like to do stuff like this. Well, here, here's some possible things that you could go into then. Which one of these things do you like? Here, take a test. So we can lead you in the right direction. And this is what you go in. What do you mean right direction? Ain't nothing right but God. And we've been pressed into a mold to begin to think everything else other than what God said do. We've been trained to go after the money. We've been trained to be able to go after the money. Don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. We've been trained to go after the money. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The quick fix. We want some money. We want a job where we get to look good, smell good. Come on now. Hallelujah. Drive good. Live good. Everything but the will of God that's good. God said, no, I need to, I need to, I need to work. I need you to renew your mind. Because all these things that Satan trained us and caused us to think, cause us to never think about doing the will of God. And then when the will of God is presented as a possibility to you of what it is you should do, we don't approve it. Because our mind hasn't been renewed. That's why God said right after you get born again, I'm telling you, get your mind renewed starting today. Why? Because you've been listening to what the devil had to say for the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years of your life. And he's trained you to do the opposite of everything that I say. I need your mind renewed now so that you can now be able to approve what I say. So that when we hear the will of God for our life, we say amen. When we hear the word of God for our life, will of God for our life, we say we your man. We say we your woman. We say I'm your boy. Is anybody hearing me up in here? But we, but we choose to continue to remain Satan's toy. Was he continue to playing with you and working with you and put you on that on that on that hamster cage so you can just run on that wheel and run year after year going after and never go after God's will? Whereas you can keep doing everything else the opposite of what God wants you to do. Or how about this? Do what God wants you to do, but do it for the devil. Because some of you are in what it is that God have you put you on this earth to do, but you're not doing it for Him. You're doing it for you. Can I teach? Like for instance, up in here, you have some of the most master people, masters at things for the devil. But you never offer your services to God. To do what you've been trained to do, what you're a master at doing, what you train other people to do. Whereas the house of God is supposed to be the most fabulous, the most powerful, the most talented place on the face of the earth. 
But we're taught to be the cookie monster and just lay back with our leg up, suck up some word, walk out, and never do the will of God. Wow. Can I teach? Come on, on time to teach. Some of us are called to children, but we do something for children everywhere else but here. Hallelujah. Why? Because we never approve the will of God for our lives. Satan has trained you to say no to the will of God. That's why God said, come on into prayer. Let me soften your heart. Let me put my desire in your heart. And let me fill you with a yes to do my will. Let me fill you with a yes to do my will. Will it happen right off the bat? No. But it'll take a while. Sometimes it'll take a little while. But that's all right. Just keep going up in prayer. Jesus went up in there three times. And he said, I don't do nothing but what our father say do. But he still hit a place where it's like, hold up. I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. But he went back in prayer until he came out like, yeah, let's do this thing. And God wants you to keep going in prayer until you come out and say, yeah, let's do this thing. And then God will say, yeah, we about to do this thing. Because now I have a willing heart. I got a willing heart. God ain't dragging nobody into his will. God ain't forcing nobody into his will. Listen to me. God ain't shaming nobody into his will. God's just going to keep talking until you eventually say, yes. Yes, Lord. See, learning God's thoughts concerning his will and his way gives us the opportunity to approve God's will for our lives. Approve it. Psalms number 40, please. We get a chance to approve it. God wants you to approve it. God said, no, until you say yes, I'm not, we don't do nothing. I need you to agree. And it can't be nowhere. Yeah, yeah, all right. Mm-mm. Yes. Psalms number 40. Because a lot of us, boys, so we even hear, okay, yeah, sure, do it. And all of a sudden you find out, wait a minute. I got to give up what? I got to lose what? Girl, you ain't losing nothing. You about to step into the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Which means you about to walk away from the bad, the unacceptable, praise God, and the imperfect will of God. Does that make sense? We're doing something else other than what God said there. Psalms number 40, stands number eight. It says, I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I delight to do thy will, O God. See, God wants you to delight to do his will. But look what the precursor is. Yea, thy law is in my heart. Until God's word gets in the inside of you like it ought to, you'll never delight doing what God said to do. Some of us got enough word on the inside of us to be able to know that I ought to. But we still don't delight to. You just need more word, that's all. You just need more, you just need to hear from God more, that's all. No condemnation, you just need more information. Does that make sense? You just need more information, that's all. That's why God's inviting you to pray. And that's why the devil's giving you something else to do with your day. Because if you know, if you ever get up in there, then what is going to get up in there is, your, is the delight. And you're going to be willing to do it. I, 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 I delight to do thy will, O God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. Listen to that. Isn't that a powerful statement? That's the same one that Jesus technically made. See, we read in Scripture the part that is included in Scripture. But Jesus knew the whole of Scripture. Jesus knew the whole of Scripture. Go to the stanza before this. Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of a book. It is written of me. That's what is said of Jesus in the book of Hebrews. Those are the words that Jesus used in the, from the book of, he, it's in the book of Hebrews that he spoke 
that, Lord, I come to do thy will on earth. That's why I don't do nothing other than what my father do. Because I come to do thy will on earth. Because I, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me. And so I come, why? Because I delight to do thy will, oh my God. Yea, my law is within my, and thy law is within my heart. Remember when from a child, Jesus was studying the word, 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 studying the word. Till the time that he was 12 years old, when his mom and daddy was looking for him. Because they, they wasn't where, he wasn't where they thought they were supposed to be. And, 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 and they came back to the city looking for him. And they went and found him in the temple, hanging out with the men of God, sitting there teaching and talking about the word of God and asking questions and stuff like that. And then they asked him, Jesus, where you been, boy? That's what his mama said. Where you been, boy? Been looking for you. And he turned around and looked. And he said, why, why are you looking for me? It is my meat to do my father's will. 12 years old, he's already saying, it is my meat to do my father's will. How many 12-year-olds do you know that say, it's my meat to do my father's will? How many 22-year-olds you know say, it is my meat to do the father's will? 32, 42, 52, 62. 72, 82, give me 90, give me 90, give me 92, 92, 92, 102, 102, 102, 102, 102. That's sitting there talking about it's my meat to do my father's will. Why did he do that? Because he put God's word on the inside of him. Put God's law up on the inside of him. And the word of God is the will of God. And when you get the word of God up on the inside of you, you start gaining a desire to do the will of God. More word, more desire. More word, more desire. More word, more desire. Honey, I ain't never been to a church like this one. They, all they talk is word. Amen. All they bring is word. And then before you know it, there's going to be a day that they people going to say about this church. I ain't never seen nobody like them members up in that church. Every single one of them doing the will of God for their life. Every single one of them walking in the power of God. I ain't never seen a church like this. They ain't playing church. They are the church. That's why we come with word and word and word and word. They just got the word everything. When they have a fellowship, they do the word. I know. He be going on two CDs. I know. Because you behind schedule. I'm trying to catch you up. Praise God. I'm going to fill you with word. Is anybody hearing me? Because when you get that word in your heart, you'll be able to say, Lord, my delight is to do your will. Does anybody hear me up in here? My delight is to do thy will. Hallelujah. Turn, turn, turn. Oh, by the way, that word delight properly means to incline to. Whereas when you delight to do to God's will, you'll lean into it. You'll incline into it. You'll lean into it. Some of y'all are leaning away from it. I know you ain't got no word in you. Figuratively, it means to be pleased with. Some of us need to be pleased with the will of God. Yeah, God called me. Yeah, God want me to do something. I'm going to do the will of God. Get some more word in you. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> That's why it also translates to be well pleased. We're supposed to be well pleased. You're supposed to be grinning while you do the will of God. And have pleasure. That's one reason. It's just me now. It's a, everybody say That's him. That's him. That's why I don't like a lot of these Jesus movies. Praise God. I mean, that's just me. I don't like a lot of these Jesus movies. Because I'll be watching these people that they cast as Jesus. 
doing the will of God. They be like, be healed. Then they walk away looking all sour pussed. I'll be like, you a lie. That ain't my Lord. Praise God. He delight to do the will of God. He said, for the joy that was set before me. He was excited about doing it. He laughed when people was healed. He got excited when stuff was happening. He was a person of passion, praise God. Not this old milk toast looking folk that they got on there. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of folk don't want to do the will of God. They done looked at all these old jacked up face, pickled up face looking folk doing the will of God. I'm doing the will of God. Oh, no. I don't want to do the will of God, do you? <laughs> no, thank you. Praise God. No. Don't you want to do the will of God? Heck, ain't no one do the will of God for my life. Now, if it got me looking like you, praise God. You're supposed to be smiling while you do the will of God. We get to do the will of God. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Now our life got purpose. It's got direction. It's got meaning. Hallelujah. Not just show up another day to push another pencil, move another piece of paper, make another widget. What the heck is a widget anyway? We're just making another widget. <laughs> Curling somebody's head. They're going to walk out in San Antonio heat and the curl going to drop as soon as they walk out. What the? <laughs> it's got to be more to life than that. But when you see somebody receive what God has in store for, when you see somebody that gets what God has for them because you contributed to that, my God, there's purpose. Hallelujah. Because the call was temporary. Heaven is eternal. Praise God. Does anybody hear me up in here? Well, well, are you going to get a degree if you come to that school? What do you mean degree? I'm about to get degrees because I'm about to be on fire for the will of God. Hallelujah. Not a piece of paper to stick upside a wall. Hallelujah. But I'm about to knock down a wall so the folk can get free. The heck you talking about a piece of paper? I don't even know where my, I don't even know where my stuff is around somewhere. I got papers, ordination papers, licenses, diplomas. I don't know where the heck that stuff is. Praise God. For what? But I know where the anointing is. It's on me, praise God. I carry that everywhere I go. Hallelujah. God want to anoint you to do some stuff. God want to anoint you wherever you are. I don't care what it is. Because what you're doing, God want to anoint you. Because God's God gonna, not going to anoint you to do what you want to do. He's going to anoint you to do what he wants you to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6. Praise God. That, he's a loud. He's a loud little brother, isn't he? <laughs> I'll show you why. I'll show you why. Praise God. Starting with verse number five, says, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your, of, uh, uh, of your heart, 
as unto Christ. Not what I service. We don't do what we do to be seen. As men pleasers. We ain't here to please no man. That don't mean men won't get pleased. But that ain't our objective. That's not our objective. But as the servants of Christ. Doing the will of God. From the heart. The Greeks say exuke. From the heart. Praise God. We do what we do from the heart. Serving God is a heart issue. Doing the will of God is a heart issue. Does anybody hear me up in here? It's a heart issue. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learned a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with all of us. I hope that you learned even more about the pathways we can take to have that increased intimacy that God wants to have with us. So, let's accept the Word of God as true, and let's take the pathways to increase intimacy with God that He's laid out for me and you. If you want to get a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 645. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we're in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to do me. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 